take your failure as a possibility to pivot. Take it as a possibility to reinvent the wheel. Take it as a possibility to sit in the silence and just reflect on the situation. And those things alone can cause you to experience a situation in a different way. Because if we just leave it as that situation, as, oh, well, I messed up and that's it, that's really all it ever is going to be. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I am so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and able to be confident enough to crush her goals. Because my friend, you are the girl who can. But we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection. Because striving for the perfect looking life you see on social media, one, doesn't exist and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. Stick around and let me remind you how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we go beyond what you do and focus on how you do it, how you set goals, how you find the confidence, and how you keep the faith. So, hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade turned goal-setting junkie, who is most importantly, your friend. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself with me, and let's get into today's episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Arissa, your host. So happy you're here. I swear, I'm I'm probably going to open up every single episode by saying that I'm so happy that you're here, <laughs> but it's really because I feel that way right now. Grateful that you showed up. You're here with me. If you're listening to this when it comes out. It is a Wednesday for you, but for me, it's a Saturday and I'm actually about to head out to go have dinner with one of my friends. And what's funny is that I, hi, Rebecca, I'm going to tell you that you're going to be in this podcast. I'm going to mention you, but hi, Rebecca. And what's funny is that I have actually never met this girl in person before. We were involved, both involved in a, in a project we were doing about a year ago. And you know, those type of people that you just immediately click with where you're like, yeah, we're going to be friends for a while. She was one of those people. And so I'm so happy to have her in my corner, in my circle, and really just as a cheerleader in each other's lives. And that's a whole different podcast that I feel like I can go on a rant about when it comes to just having a community around you. And I know for a lot of us, it can be hard to build community. And especially if a community that you're in right now isn't one that you feel like is serving you that much, or maybe it's a little bit scary to move away from or transition from. But yeah, I like I said, I, I'm already going to start rambling, but that is something that I can definitely go on about. And let me know on my Instagram or shoot me a DM on the Girl Who Can podcast of this is a topic that you actually want to talk about and go into more detail of building community and who's in your corner and how important that is. But anyways, I digress. And so hi, Rebecca. So excited to see you, meet you officially in just a little bit. But it kind of actually transitioned to what I wanted to talk about today because I, like I said, I met her through a project we were both working on and that project ended up failing. I'm doing air quotes because I actually don't really believe in failures because I believe that we're just always getting clearer on something and taking that and learning from it to take forward with us in the next season of our lives. And I think I came to that conclusion of viewing failure in that way 
through, I mean, just a lot of inner work that doesn't take 24 hours or a day or a week, if that. But it really came from focusing and trying to understand how to view the possibility of things and how to step into this place of it's not a failure, it's a possibility. And focusing on the fact that things can turn out better than we expect sometimes. Like this example of even though that project didn't work out how I thought it would, I ended up meeting a lifelong friend that I am now going to finally meet in person and have um, a great friendship with. But it's just so easy, I think, to jump to conclusions in our head. And I mean, this is a constant battle for me. I'm not perfect. But jumping to conclusions in our head of the what ifs. We're so scared to even start things sometimes because we are so captivated and controlled by these what ifs in our head. What if I don't have enough time? What if people judge me? What if I don't know what to do when I get to this point? What if I end up not liking it? And that's all it ever is, right? Like we are stuck in this place of never getting past the what ifs. And here, I really want to talk about shifting it to really giving situations the benefit of the doubt, for lack of better words, but really thinking about what if it ended up turning out better than you expect. And if we're continuing to stay in that place of being stuck and never trying, how do you think you'll ever get to experience anything, right? Like, I'll take jobs, for example. Me, when I was right out of college and my internship, I took my first job. And I mean, often our first job is never really our dream job, but we're in a world of instant gratification and needing to be at the top right away. I know that's how I felt. And so I entered that job initially with that mentality of what if this job is going to hinder my growth? And what if this job doesn't inspire me long term? And so I was really just looking constantly at the beginning at other people's grass, like the grass was greener on the other side and it was greener than mine. And we all know that comparison is not a fun feeling. So it really came down to me making that choice to flip the switch of what if it turns out better than I expect, Arissa. And at a certain point, that's what I did and I had to do. So I encourage you really with this conversation to be where your feet are. Your feet are in the place at the current moment for a reason, no matter the circumstance or what you want the circumstance to be. The reality is that you're there and it's a season to experience and experience fully. Anyways, going back to this example, uh, when I made that mental switch of, hey, this is a job that I'm going to look at in a way of what if it turns out better than I expect? And guess what, guys? It ended up being one of the most fruitful fruitful jobs. And I ended up meeting the love of my life while I was at that job. I got to impact so many people and make so many connections. But that came from, again, a place of choosing to experience it in that way. And it was not always like, okay, a switch in my head and it was like an uphill epiphany. I mean, it's always like, a roller coaster, ups and downs, but at the core, choosing to experience it in a way that I could see the better than I thought it would be. And this can apply to so many different aspects in our lives, wherever we might be at. Like, let's say, for example, you're experiencing, putting in little air quotes again, what you think is a failure, and your failure right now might just be an opportunity to 
be your better than expect. Take your failure as a possibility to pivot. Take it as a possibility to reinvent the wheel. Take it as a possibility to sit in the silence and just reflect on the situation. And those things alone can cause you to experience a situation in a different way. Because if we just leave it as that situation, as, oh, well, I messed up and that's it, that's really all it ever is going to be. So be a student to yourself. That is really just one of the biggest takeaways here of continue to be a student of yourself. And I know that can seem exhausting because we're like, all right, I'm done with school. Like, Arissa, I don't want to do that. (laughs) But um, it doesn't have to be as daunting as maybe the word student or learning um, seems to be. But also, I'm not going to sugarcoat it to where, I mean, being a student to yourself isn't always the easiest thing in the book because that might require going to therapy or that might require sharing things that you've never shared with fo- before with somebody else and your friend or your significant other or really just diving deep into how you're feeling. And I, I understand that that can be scary, but it is necessary to evolve and experience the, the possibility of life. And listen, some of my greatest revelations in life from looking back at it have been at the bottom, but you have to start something to experience the highs and lows, right? Like I'm never gonna be at the bottom unless I start to take some sort of risk. And also thinking about this in a way of when you are starting something, if you are starting something with the expectation to fail, like you're gonna fail. (laughs) That's just the reality of it. So like, for example, an athlete, Think of like Olympic athlete runners. When they start a race, they are not thinking about, oh my gosh, I'm going to start this race and I'm going to be in last place. Like I'm going to, I'm going to lose right now. But so often I feel like we think about a lot of situations that way. We're thinking about like, oh, it's going to be too hard or, oh, I'm not the most experienced at this. Like we are starting things with the mentality that we are going to lose. And so I encourage you to start something with the mentality of possibility. You might start the race and you might finish the race in fourth, fifth, sixth place or last place, but you started the race. And as long as you're trying your best, that's a reason to be content and really That's because you could have so easily been the girl who never even started the race. So if you're currently the girl who isn't starting the race, I want you to think about what's that situation that you are in or you are afraid to step into and thinking about what if it turns out better than you expect and what would that actually look like? And I mean, I'll be honest with you right now, I feel like I'm going through a season of being disappointed or being a little scared. And that's because some things that were in my life are just kind of being taken away from me and it's actually not within my control. And so, I mean, once I work through all of this and it becomes something I'm on the other side of, that's something that I can do an episode on and explain everything. But I do know that in this season that God prunes things for new fruit to grow. So although the reality of it is that it, yeah, sucks, but I am allowed to feel disappointment, but I also choose to cling onto the truth that is this season can turn out better than I expect if I choose to experience a possibility of the day. And so choosing to experience the possibility of the day 
is what I'm really just walking through right now. And I encourage you to be my sister and do this along with me too and start whatever it is that you want to start. And you might feel a little uncomfortable along the way, but choosing to experience the possibility through it all is what can be turning out better than you expect. And I just hope this conversation can bless somebody and bring ideas of how not to stay in that struggle mentality and just get out there and try something new with the mentality of possibility. So as I just mentioned, choosing to experience the possibilities of the day, what does that really look like? Because I just mentioned that I'm going through a season where I'm currently trying to do this myself. And so I wanted to share just a couple of things that I'm currently doing to help you experience that possibility. So the first thing is posturing yourself in gratitude. And guys, I know we hear this all the time, like stay grateful, journal in the morning, write five things you're grateful for and all that jazz. And it sounds so cliche, but I'm here to tell you like it actually works. (laughs) And so I have done all those things in the book of like have my little gratitude journal by my bed or my boyfriend got me like a gratitude jar. It was really cute, but I'm just it's so hard for me to use those things. And so what I literally do is just constantly think about it. So when I wake up in the morning, when I open my eyes, when I put my feet on the ground, the first thing I think of is like, thank you, God, for this breath. Thank you, God, for this day. And I leave it at that. That is just posturing my day immediately, my heart in the position of gratitude. And It could be the smallest things. It can be staying grateful for this time that you are investing to pour into yourself by listening to this podcast because I'm grateful for you. And so it could be the bed you slept in last night or or a friend that you texted today or a family member that you had a good conversation with. And I harp on this so much because often we can highlight the bad things at the end of the day. And it's we don't highlight them really, but it can be so easy to focus on them. And that's what really stands out. But the bright spots deserve attention too, guys. Like they are there and they deserve some credit. And if you feel like a journal is something that can be easy for you, get a journal. It doesn't have to be one of those fancy ones, but it can be just a simple note. Use a notes on your phone or invite in a friend in this and get some sort of accountability of saying like, hey, I'm going to text you every night of one thing I'm grateful for. And if you don't want to invite somebody in, text yourself. I've talked about this in previous episodes, like literally texting yourself is the best thing ever, I think. But (laughs) that's just me. And so one of the next things is a morning investment. And Oftentimes I hear, well, I don't have time for a morning routine. And if you have a busy day, that's more of a reason you need to invest in yourself in the morning. And it doesn't need to be 10 steps. It doesn't need to be two hours. And yes, there is a bit of like a science to this when it comes to how to set up a morning routine. But if you are currently not doing anything right now, start with something small. A lot of times we go to our coffee in the morning and I totally get it. I'm current I'm not a coffee drinker. I just haven't liked coffee since I was a child. I just don't care for the taste. But a lot of times we go to our coffee before anything in the morning. And so it can be just starting with a glass of water and then your coffee or stretching for literally 4 minutes in the morning. Or thinking about that gratitude first thing in the morning, because the first thing you do in the morning is the decision you're making for yourself. And if you make it a yes, that can 
cause you to make more successful decisions throughout the rest of the day. And that kind of moves into my next point of choosing to experience possibility. That is moving your body. Rejuvenating your physical and mental state comes from the movement of your body. So that can be so simple as a walk. I have been like on a walk kick lately where I will just prioritize 10 minute walks, a 15 minute walk, because it it allows you to get present and grounded in your day. And it doesn't have to be, you know, going to a CrossFit class or sweating intensely, but just some sort of movement. And then ultimately that's something that you can be grateful for, that you were able to move your arms and your legs, whatever it might be. Maybe it's just that stretch that you're doing. Movement allows you to stay in that presence of possibility and ultimately grounds you. And the last thing I wanted to touch on is choosing to anticipate things versus reacting. If you are going to experience any type of success or possibility in your day, anticipation really is a power. Anticipation is setting a purpose for how you approach something versus reacting. Might actually take a lot out of you initially, all that energy, and then lead to sometimes negativity or burnout. And so these are four things, these tips that I really just wanted to really hone in on today. So again, this is a podcast that encourages you to know you are the girl who can. And this is a space that invites in that balance for you to create the path that allows you to look at who you are right now and really just build off of that. So these things that I had mentioned in this episode of moving your body, creating some sort of gratitude in your day, some morning investment, some simple something simple as drinking water first, and then also anticipating versus reacting throughout your day. These things are things you can do really right now to invite in that possibility and invite in who you really are right now and then build off of that. And I want to hear from you guys really of how this is going for you or how this impacted you. So we do have our Instagram at the girl who can podcast and Also, with that platform, I want to hear what you guys want out of this show. I really want to start bringing on guests to this podcast, women specifically who have embraced and stayed true to their why while inviting in that girl who can attitude and to just have relatable conversations on how they got there and continue to inspire really all of us to know we can do hard things, good things, things that bring us joy, peace, clarity, all that good stuff. And so if you have people in mind that you want to hear from and you have more ideas of what you want from this show, please DM me at the girl who can podcast any questions, feedbacks, topics. Like I said, I love to hear from you guys. And really, if this encouraged you in any way, please leave me a review, If especially if you are on Apple Podcast. I love reading whatever you guys have to say. And please share it with your friends. Post it on your story or Instagram and let's be friends. And so you guys, I will talk to you guys all soon next week. I hope you have a beautiful day, beautiful week. And I will again talk to you very soon. Bye guys.